This is a Podfire production. Welcome to the Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast, where every fortnight, your hosts, Adam Shepard and Natasha Price, take a long, hard look at the world through the eyes of two people who believe in grabbing life by the balls and squeezing tighter than Borat in a mankini. The good, the bad, the often cringeworthy, but most importantly, the hilarity that can and often does ensue. If you're looking for fluffy sunshine and rainbows, My Little Pony meets Care Bears type of purity, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're after good conversation, warped humour, quick wit, a touch of sarcasm, two proud people with disabilities with the no holes barred, leave no stump unturned outlook on life, welcome home. So, welcome to episode six, part Part two. two. (laughs) Wow. I know, right? So so this episode, yes. we've actually had to split into two, which is just we, crazy. We It went for an hour and 45 or something yeah, like that. A fair bit of time. And it was so much fun. We had so many laughs that we've actually had to split it. So enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy the interview section and enjoy uh, our guest co-host, Annette, because... Um, she's a oh, bloody she's, funny she's chick. She's great fun. She's great yeah. fun. And um, yeah, you never know, we might end up having to do that with some future episodes we as might. well. We might, yeah. <laughs> the kindness virus. Do you like that? The, ki- the kindness virus. You should see the, the graphic for that one. It's I brilliant. Feel like yeah. Fairy wings or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um this week's kindness virus, um, we're gonna talk about a lovely young girl that um young girl, she's sixteen. But still we're not gonna give her name out, but I'm gonna d- tell you a little bit about her. She's, Do we give her um, a pseudonym? Oh, what would you like to call her? Felicity. Uh, Felicity. Unless that's her real name. <laughs> yeah. Felicity, no, let, let's go with Felicity. Yeah, yeah, I, I was gonna like, say Felicity. Um, flick for flick. sure. Yeah, I was flick. gonna say okay, flick. flick. All right. Let's go flick. So, yeah, cool. so Flick is a lovely young girl that approached us after we did some um, work at a seminar a few months back and has been keeping in contact with us because has related to my story and what I'm going through and is having some of her own health issues and issues at school and um, has reached out, which I thought was incredibly brave of her. She didn't know me from anyone, just had heard my story in the talk. And we've been um, working really hard to look after her and, yeah. and try and support her in any in any way we can because I know what it's like to um, experience feeling like nobody's wants to help you, that people don't believe what you're saying because you're a teenager. Why would you know what's going on with your own body? And why would you um, understand? But also also how it feels to feel guilty for being a burden on your friends and your family and, and all that kind of stuff. And she's um, she's a fantastic kid, isn't she? She's, she, been, she's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So, so cool. So we met up with her um, day after Boxing Day, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And... Um, <coughs> <coughs> just because we just because we wanted to have a bit of a chat with her face to face and see what plans we could help her to put in place to make her final year at school a little bit easier, yep. and um, she came adorned with gifts for us that she had made herself. Oh, that's nice! And I've got to say, I felt absolutely heartwarmed <laughs> by this. It, it was like, so nice. It was just they were the loveliest, loveliest little gifts she got. She uh, made. A couple, a couple for me and one for you. Um, some beautiful crocheted hair, um, 
scrunchies. Uh, scrunchies, and they were they were gorgeous. I've worn them most days. I love them. I got a I got a crocheted frog. You got a crochet frog with a wonky it, smile. With a wonky, it was it's the, the best. best. That would fit. I yeah. love frogs. Yeah. It is smiles the, are the best. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. Like I looked at that and I was like. Oh, I love it, dude. I'm going to try and steal that sometime. <laughs> what did I named it, didn't I? I can't remember what I named it. Oh, we went with Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's party in here, we, Ruby. We, we have Ruby looking at us through the window now going, what the fuck <laughs> is going on in Didn't there? Didn't realise this was the voice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Jeremiah. Yes, we named him Jeremiah. He's so cool. I'm just like. Anyway, so like, yeah, he was, yep. he's the cutest and the coolest. And we just wanted to say thank you because, you know, she, that was such a kind, lovely thing for her to do. And kids get a bad rap. Teenagers get such a bad rap. And, um, but like every interaction I have with teens, they, they're great. Yep. Like they're always so, um, respectful when they're talking to mm. us and I just I don't know I don't a generational thing doesn't every generation think the younger generation are yeah cold and callous and yeah. self-absorbed and I don't think there's any difference oh you should no. meet my five-year-old <laughs> I have <laughs> oh, yeah. he was yeah. very nice the time I met him yeah. which he's he's a, he's a good kid he is a good, he's kid. A good kid but he's also a very uh, opinionated? Yes, yesterday. <laughs> Have you met his father? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh, he is definitely his father's son. Oh my God, is he ever. Yesterday. Dad, you're fat. Dad, you're old. I'm like, Thanks, thanks, dude. Thanks, <laughs> dude. Pretty much. Well, yeah. My teenager said to me the other day, you're old, mum. And I went, I'm only 52, mate. And he said, yeah, anyone over 50 is old. <laughs> oh, shit. You don't understand. And I'm oh, like, what? God. what is it that I, what did you think I came out this size? <laughs> Ta-da! It's like 50s the new, what is it, 50s the new? 30. 30. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I was going to say 30. I was going to say 40, I went but it's not. And had, I'm going to get a new tattoo on my ankle. And Do the it. dude was, we were going, I said, he said, when did you get that one? I said, oh, decades ago. And he looked at me and I said, I'm 52. And he was like, No. No. And I went, you're now my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get new tats too. We're, we we're, we're talking, talking about, about it. it. Yeah. Oh, well, I Harbour Town, they've, they oh, did yeah. this one. The ones are really Ooh, cool. Oh, that's Harbour cool. Yeah. Yeah. cool. So I'm getting a wave on my ankle, like a Japanese-style wave. Oh, I like yeah, that. So yeah. can, we can bungee jump and get tattoos oh, together. <laughs> we should, yeah, we should plan it over, like, bungee jump Monday, then tats or... Yeah, vice versa. Whatever we can fit in. Yeah, we yeah, exactly. just fit it all in. We've got yeah. a whole year. Exactly. I'm, I'm 2023 is going to be the year for us. It is. I'm getting uh, because I've named my stumps Ren and Stimpy, so I'm I'm getting and for the no 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 Ren and Stumpy Ren and Stumpy sorry are you going to get their faces drawn above your knee yes I like it yes above his knee what knee's that then well <laughs> I, I don't have a knee anymore but well that's above his knee uh, this is true <laughs> it is, it is pre- the bottom knee. of his thigh <laughs> anywhere anywhere on the stump is above my knee because the knee's no longer obviously exists. failed anatomy <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no I'm 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 going to get. Ren and Stimpy, or Ren and Stumpy. Ren and Stumpy. And for those kids of uh, those kids that are watching, who have don't know who that is, look it up. You will be educated. Yeah, nineties cartoon guys. Yeah, awesome. What what button are we pressing next? Oh, last one. Hey, this is where this is where this we is where to we're going to get to introduce you. Cool. Oh, do you know what though? Do you know what I've just realised? Oh, what? Because I don't have access to my phone and I don't have access to my iPad today. I don't have the bio. I'm just going to tell. I'm just going to tell. You just make shit up. I'm just going to make shit up. This is going to be great fun. All right, all right. Let me hit the button first. Press the button. 
The water cooler. Now I have to go to the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? That happens to me every week. I'm like, oh, I've really got to change this. It's not good. (laughs) So this is is the water cooler. Anyone got a plastic bag? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) There's bathrooms out of the way. We, um, where we interview awesome people and we, yeah, and we're very fortunate to have your good self in today as a guest co-host as well, um, which is our first for the new year, which is, is, well. How'd it go? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I reckon it was really good having you evolve. Yeah, Thank you. Nice bit of banter there. We're going yeah, bungee jumping. We're getting <laughs> we've new got, tattoos. We've got life planned out. It's yep, awesome. I'm going to learn how to put a <laughs> catheter in. <laughs> I can teach you that. I don't think I don't think Adam's got the right anatomy to teach you. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have one of those. <laughs> so Annette Gensham here is a partner in the Audacious Agency. She is a PR queen, I would say. She yes. is uh, an awards writer, a journalist, and an all-round superstar. Awesome person. Awesome person. She really nice. Awesome. I'd like to meet her. <laughs> cool chick. She's also extremely funny, has done a little bit of uh, stand-up comedy, has written a book, uh, Eat a Shit Stat Sandwich and Keep Smiling. Is that it? How to Eat a Shit Sandwich. How to Eat a Yeah. yeah. And um, fantastic book, by the way. Um, and I'm trying to remember what else I know about you, but no, I'm, I'm losing your um, losing your ears. Yeah, it's in my deaf ear, so I've oh, got to change okay. sides. Oh, okay. okay. Good All right, cool. Good, good thinking. Um, yeah, that's, can can I think of anything? Is there anything else I'm missing? What else are we missing? Oh, uh, that she's pretty good. Recently, r- won a Grand Stevie through Audacious with her amazing work with Lauren Clement. Yep. Um, Sixth year in a row. Yeah, and is a little bit of a giant slayer. So we're going to talk about um, a couple of the cool things that you've been through in your life because this lady has one hell of a story, guys. So um, yeah, we're going to talk some more. Awesome. Excellent. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Fancy meeting you guys. Do you come here often? Uh, not often enough. It's every two weeks. It doesn't seem like quite enough, does it? We'd come in more often if we If we actually if had they'd time. let you. If they'd, <laughs> they'd let us, yeah, I know. We, we get banned. Every time we, every time we record an episode, they don't want to get us back. I get banned from <laughs> Facebook. We get banned from social. Yes, from, um, from podcasting. Podcasting, mm-hmm. yeah. All so. right. Adam so. has the questions because I can't see shit. So Yeah, yeah. blind eye over there. So, what gets Annette Densham up in the morning? The sun. The sun? Oh, I'm so funny. What gets me up in the morning? <laughs> what gets me up is, is what I, has helped me get up for most of my life is mm-hmm. people's stories. Yeah. Like learning about other people, finding about what makes them tick, you know, what's exciting in their life. And, and I guess might sound morbid, is what challenges they've overcome mm-hmm. because, you know, you you know, I wrote this whole book. People are going, oh, my God, you're so inspiring and you're so special. And it's like, well, no, I'm actually not. Just I'm not. really just another human being who told her story. Yeah. So what gets me up in the morning is just that drive to empower other people to go, yeah. your story's worth telling. Tell mm. it because mm. you just don't know who you're going to touch and impact. 100%. 100% Just that. don't touch yeah. them if you don't ask them. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you get consent first. Yeah, consent is everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, yeah, yeah, the whole, yeah. I don't know. Uh, where were you going? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I had yeah, something yeah. and then and maybe I'm having yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I was having a, yeah. You, you have a hypo as well. Yeah, maybe I'm having a hypo as well. Oh, God. Yeah, but you're very, um, you're very skilled at telling people's stories. Um, it, it, it's... 
it's not um it's not an easy thing to do to be able to talk about other people's lives but and 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 kind of connect with that and You've crafted your book so brilliantly and I've heard that you're actually looking into um, telling a few more people's stories now with with some of the stuff you're doing. Um, Where do you think that the most important places to and how do you connect with other people's stories when it's not your own that you're telling? Ask lots of questions, yeah. get them to open up and, you know, because in, like it takes people about 45 minutes to an hour to get comfortable with me, maybe faster for other people, <laughs> but, you know, uh, listening and asking mm. questions and digging a little bit deeper so that people feel safe and yeah. comfortable and they trust you, mm. that you're going to tell their story with as much authenticity and you know, power that because it's hard to tell your own story because we've most of us have grown up, you know, don't big note yourself, you know, don't be a show off, nobody's interested. Yeah, 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 it's crap. It's such a terrible thing. So telling other people's stories I think is probably one of the biggest honours and privilege that a writer can have. Yeah. And that when someone trusts you to do that. So – is that something that feels particularly good when you're doing like awards submissions for people? Because because oh. you're talking about their baby, the thing that they've worked so bloody hard to um, to to make an impact with. So have it being kind of handed that privilege of, of doing that, it must be wonderful. It is a wonderful yeah. feeling because when you're entering a business award, there's a lot of stuff that we're told we shouldn't tell other people. So you've got to win and earn mm. their trust so that yeah. they open up. Because most people you say, well, tell me about your business. Well, I started my business and I did this. Mm. Yeah, but more. Let, let, we, yeah. Want, we want more because judges are people. Yeah. yeah. And the best way to engage with people is to tell stories. Yeah. Can it yeah. connect with their hearts and, and minds. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It, th- th- I think it's maybe cheating because then you're tapping into that emotion. It's not just about facts <laughs> yeah. and figures. Yeah. People don't want to know. They do. They do. But, but they, they want to know yeah. how did you get there? What were the challenges you overcame? Yeah. You know, what did you learn from that? Yeah. That's the good stuff. Yes, it is. Where did your love of words, and we kind of touched on this a little bit, but where did your love of words come from? I was, my mother was a gypsy, not a real gypsy, but she was certainly someone who moved around a lot because she made lots of shit life choices. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, I was always the new kid, yeah. you know, I was always, you know, sitting in the playground by myself. So I just picked up books, yeah. read and yeah. read and read and read and read and read. I was saying to Earl the other day, that's my husband. Hello, uh, Earl. Hello, Earl. <laughs> Again. Uh, his name is Earl. Um, I wish I'd kept a list of all the books that I'd read from a really young age and you know according to mum I was walking around with books in my hand from about three do you know what that's so funny I um I'm very much the same I was always the new kid at school always moving around from new schools I think I went to about 32 different schools altogether growing up yeah and and for me reading was my solace I was always had a book in my hand I love books Adam will attest to how how crazy I am about books which is hard work considering I can't see most of them these days but yeah, books I think can be such um such a place of creativity and imagination if you haven't got a lot of people around you. And I think that's something that often builds up with people that have that kind of lifestyle in childhood is um they, they have this connection with words that um I, I, I think that 
that develops out of a, out of necessity quite often. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, and you know, being the new kid, you're more often the subject of bullying yeah. Yeah. because you're the new kid. So the library for me was a safe space because yeah, most of the bullies were the you know the jocks and the cool kids and Did they, didn't know where yeah. the library didn't was. Didn't know where the library <laughs> was. Probably didn't know that it had two R's in it. <laughs> so I would hide out there and just. Yeah. sit in a corner and just grab book after awesome. book after book. And mm. I think that's where my love of words came yeah. from. That's yeah. really cool. Awesome, mm. awesome, awesome. So uh, next question. <laughs> You're trying to find <laughs> it. I'm trying to you? find <laughs> it. Uh, I really need to start using my iPad more. Yeah, eh? you do. Yeah. Um, you're a funny bugger. <laughs> You are. You are a funny bugger. We, we have so yeah. much. We, we laugh so much. I mean, even when you came and visited me when I was in hospital after I had the legs hacked off and, you know, it was it was so good because we were just having a real laugh. And what made, what was your, what was the catalyst for the decision to give Stand Up a go? Well, I like to challenge myself mm-hmm. because, you know, the only place you can go is forwards or backwards. Yeah. And I don't want to go backwards because... You know, I've been there, done that. Been there, nothing there. So when the course came up with the amazing Fiona McGarry, I went, okay, well, I think I'm pretty funny. Here's the chance to actually (laughs) find out if I'm funny and if if other people laugh with me. Not at me. They could laugh at me. (laughs) So it was a challenge. And because I do a lot of speaking, I thought it would be a really good opportunity to, you know, challenge my stage craft and yep. how you use a microphone and how you can construct a different style of story mm-hmm. that has people laughing at the end. That's yeah. really so cool. Yeah, and it. because I'm a high achiever, I did the course twice. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if job. it made me twice as funny. <laughs> but it, Go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's the most terrifying thing I've ever done. I, I can imagine. Like, that would absolutely terrifying because me. you can stand i can talk about pr and writing awards mm. and imposter syndrome and, blah, 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 and it just but when you know that people are there yep. with the intent to laugh yeah and the, if they're not laughing then they they don't find you funny is yeah it's yeah oh, i've bombed on stage a few times <laughs> oh, it's like no. it, just this slow painful death where you're like going oh fuck hurry up five minutes okay and when when that happens does your brain kind of go to mush and you're like oh shit like you're you feel like you're gasping for air and trying to figure out anything you can say to try and make people laugh then yeah, I did, yeah. Did one gig where just as i've walked on the stage i've had a hot flush oh, and no. for any menopausal <laughs> women out there you know how everything just leaves your body so as i've gotten onto the stage i've tripped the mc over who's fallen off the stage Got up there, tripped did over myself. He did, and then I went, "Well, that's me for the night." Oh. And then it was like I stood there and went, "Fuck, I can't remember any of oh my jokes." No. So I just waffled for five minutes, and I'm oh pretty no. sure I got lots of pity laugh. But you know, the the show has to go yeah, on. Exactly. So you even if you going. feel you're dying, mm. yeah, you just keep going because what's the worst thing? Happen? Yeah, exactly. Keep pushing. People exactly. throw things at you. Yeah. <laughs> As long as they're not knives, you're all right. Yeah, you don't get invited back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've never met anyone who can wear a top hat like you. Oh, like thank that, you. That that red top hat that we've we it's in the in the tile that we've used for your um for your interview is very very cool. You've got a really cool original sense of style. Where'd that come from? Uh, David Bowie. 
David Bowie. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, say David that. Bowie. He doesn't know that. Well, obviously he's dead. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe spiritually. I think also my mum. My mum was a very fashionable woman, mm-hmm. and you know she. And even as kids, as poor as we were, we were always really well dressed. Mm-hmm. And now that I've lost so much weight, yep. I can now wear anything. anything yeah. Yeah. So it's like I'm able to express what's in my head and what's in my heart through. That's cool fashion and i love awesome. doing that your outfit for the stevies i think it was was just spectacular epic love oh it. my god well and that all comes from a local gold coast designer Sonia yeah. stradiotto yeah. oh cool and okay. she just gets me so i go in there and she's like going what have you got coming up and i go i've got this and this and she just brings out these things and it's like and the beautiful thing is is what I just said. She gets me. Yeah. So she's able to go, this is really going to go. So awesome. I just love it. It's like being in play group yeah, all the time. <laughs> so just going on from that question, it, it it's, takes a lot of confidence to feel like good to wear those kind of out there colours and their out, the out there styles. And I absolutely love that. You know, both Adam and I are both very, you know, bold with our choices. Yes. But um where did that confidence come from? I think it's earned confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's come from living five decades of life. It's come from eating so many shit sandwiches that I'm pretty sure my mouth is down brown. Brown. <laughs> brown. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> brown. brown. That was really Aussie. That brown. Was brown. <laughs> yeah, mate. She was really brown. So I would say it just comes from getting older, from realising that, you know, someone said to me many years ago, Annette, whether people love you or hate you has got nothing to do with you. It took me a long time to get that. And when so I did, it was like, well, if I can't dress to please me, if I can't wear things that expresses my individuality and my mm-hmm. creativity, what's the fucking point? 100%. Yeah. You know, because if you keep living life trying to please other people, it's yeah. never going to happen so because so we'll true. get banned from social media <laughs> yeah, exactly. or someone will troll us exactly. and I so just, just say... So just be you. Yeah, fuck oh. that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to do... We went out the other night for our anniversary and I wore a metallic pink jumpsuit. Oh, I love it. That's it awesome. was so cool. I love it. I should have taken a photo. <laughs> but I got stopped so many times from people going, oh, my God, I just yeah. love your outfit. I catch in. And it was like, yeah, I got it from Lifeline from <laughs> 10, you know, that's a woman thing going. Well, yeah, you're on Lifeline after bucks. this. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. I've been thinking that maybe I should do some shopping trips with people oh, and I'd be so help down. them yes. I'd be style so themselves. Yep. I'd be so down for that. I'd, yes. Because I love, I love just getting, looking in my cupboard and going, Okay, what can I mesh together yeah. that's going to just be out there and yeah. crazy and yeah, wild? Really can cool. you see that headline? Annette Densham styles the two Crips team. Yeah, yeah. that would be it. freaking cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. So, can I just ask, has your confidence changed since the weight loss? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had to think about. Yeah. That. No. No. Yes. I know. It's I like to me weight like the way you look. I don't think is important. However the way you feel about yourself mm. really very much is. So that's I kind of that's where the confidence question came from. So yeah, I know yeah. I know when I was at my biggest, I would I'd not avoid photos, but I would hide at the back. Yeah. And you know, I'd look around the room and go, fuck, I'm the fattest person here. Someone's gonna call Greenpeace or Sea <laughs> <God>. World. <laughs> you wanna come and rescue the dugong <laughs> from the beach. And so that may, and I'd sit down and everything would be sitting on my lap, like my stomach would be like, oh my God, my legs are under there somewhere. Yeah. So 
I was still confident but I was uncomfortable yeah. mm-hmm. because with great weight comes a lot of health issues. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Borderline it does. diabetes. Yeah. My doctor's like going, you're looking at a stroke, you're looking at a heart attack, oh like as getting rashes in spots yeah. that, you know, yeah. you probably really shouldn't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so we talk about everything. Well, 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 well. Yeah, <laughs> losing weight, I think, just helped me feel more comfortable in my own skin yeah. and allowed me to further express myself where there's a lot of things that I'd stop myself from doing. So, yeah, yeah mm. the, the answer's yes. Yeah, mm. good. Cool. So you're an established journo. You've been, you've been doing this thing for how long now? Oh, my first job writing was 15. So yeah. just last week. Yeah, really <laughs> just, just last long. week. <laughs> so, yeah, I got work experience at a local newspaper when yep. I was in grade 10. And I loved it. Yep. It was yep. just like a local suburban paper. I was writing about school fates and lost dogs and, you know, really boring shit. But it was like, oh, my God, hello, this is Annette from whatever paper it was. <laughs> yeah. And people would tell me stuff. And it's like, oh, I got the power. That's awesome. Because if you ask people questions, yeah. Yeah. most people will answer. And I tell yeah. you what, I've heard some things that I can never unhear <laughs> because <laughs> I ask questions. So, yeah, yeah. since I was 15, awesome. I've, I've been just immersed in journalism and writing and, and yeah, asking yeah. questions. So it's clearly a passion for you. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, passion. And I decided when I was 10, that's what I – in the library, hiding from the school bully. Mm. Yeah. That's 10, knew. people start going, what are you going to do when you grow up? And it's like, oh, maybe when I, I grow up first. Yeah. But – I remember doing some research back when you actually opened books Mm -hmm. and it was like, what can I do with writing and reading? And it was like librarian, teacher, lawyer and came across journalist. And at the time I had the biggest crush on Ray Martin (laughs) and I have met him and I told him that. I think he thinks I'm a weirdo but that's okay. (laughs) And I think I managed to insult him somewhere in there but I just was fascinated by these people who would say, here's the question and people would tell them. So, yeah, I'm still awesome. doing it, mm. however many years later. So, as an established journo, when you wrote your book, did that come with, like, did in from your perspective, did that come with an extra level of pressure? Uh, of pressure? Yeah. Uh, no, I think ca- what came with it was this excitement of being able to take my skills and apply it differently. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you write for a newspaper, it's who, what, when, where, how, why, Mm-hmm. Although a little bit different these days. If we want to talk about more on of the week, we could put news.com.au in there. <laughs> true you that. go look at some of their headlines yeah, and it's true. like, really? Yeah. This is news? Yeah. But, you know, back in the day, but it's very prescriptive and there's not a lot of room to be creative. Mm. So writing my book was this opportunity to explore this whole other side of mm. my creative abilities. Mm. But, yes, as a writer, there was pressure there because mm. I thought, what if I put it out and it's crap? Yeah. Which is a good thing I called it shit sandwich because <laughs> then people would go, that was crap. And I go, go, yes, yes. it was. Yes. <laughs> shit sandwich. Yeah, I totally <laughs> planned that one. So, yeah, it was, it was fun because I wrote it from a creative fiction point of view. Yeah. Even though it was mm. a memoir, mm-hmm. I wrote it like it was a story, fictional yep. story that, yeah. you know, if anyone from Netflix would like to pick it up, I'm available I, for I conversations. Contact us, we'll, we'll yeah. hook you up. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're my agents. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, does that mean we get the cut as well? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, awesome. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, so uh, and we've kind of we've kind of just touched on this a little bit, but the, my next question was, was the experience of writing that book cathartic for you? Oh, it was like having... 
the best acid shower ever. It just, although that sounds painful, doesn't <laughs> it? Acid shower. <laughs> Maybe disinfectant shower. Dis- yeah, yeah, let's, let's go, go disinfectant yeah, because yeah. I still want to keep my skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely because yep. there was a lot of, like I had a plan of what I wanted to write about. Like when you write about your life, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot lot more that I actually had to cut something like 25,000 words. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, I do suffer from verbosity. <laughs> so there was a lot there. And writing it, I would start going, okay, well, I'm going to do this chapter. And as I've written it, it's like, oh, my God, I've forgotten that happened to me or I've forgotten that this is what what the outcome was. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of stopping and crying and going, do I really need to share this? Yes, I do. So being able to get that out of my head. And I think that also, Tash, contributed to my confidence because, you know, we're all carrying around baggage and, and shit from our childhood. So being able to get it out of my head onto paper was like, oh, I understand why I do some of the Mm -hmm. things that I do or why I react to certain situations. It's because of this thing that happened to me when I was 10 or 12 or 15. So it it was one of the best things I think I've ever done in my life, besides marrying Earl, who's my husband. Hello, Earl. (laughs) (laughs) So what does inclusion look like in your industry? In PR? Yeah. I think that it still has a long way to go to mm-hmm. catch up. Like if we look at, you know, pop culture, modern media, yep. is that we're still seeing the same faces, we're still seeing the same stories. And S- and quite often with the stories told in a very feel sorry for the disabled people kind yeah, of absolutely. stance. Yeah. <laughs> or, or that those publications like that where yeah. you're just looking at the same old fa- like here's the influencers on the Gold Coast who've been arrested. Yeah. There's a okay. story. Actually, yeah. my mm. name came up in a Tasmanian newspaper as someone who's not paid a fine. I Googled myself oh, and it came oh. up, here are all the people who are before the court this week. And I was like, oh, well, that was a surprise. Maybe I should pay that. So inclusion in media still has a long way to go because mm. I think there's still that paternalistic, misogynistic yep. view around protecting people, yep. regardless of, you know, not just people with disabilities, but any minority group. Group. And I think the true way forward is to not go, here's a person with a disability, is just here's a person. The and person, they may yeah. just yeah. happen to be in a wheelchair or they may be blind or they may be deaf or they may yeah. be black or mm-hmm. white or yeah. whatever that is. So I think we have a long way to go. Yeah. yeah. yeah we do in, in a lot of a lot of areas. But yeah. even things like business awards, you know, working with Lisa Cox mm. is that we're always talking about what awards have got categories for, you know, diversity and inclusion yeah. programs or mm-hmm. or anything, or even for people with from different minority groups. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really all just the same thing. So we always write to them <laughs> Good and job. we say, you know, this is what we think. This is yeah. what we think you could add. A few mm-hmm. awards have gone. Have actually actu- done it? Yeah, have actually That's done cool. the Stevie Awards did that. They added um six new categories last year under diversity and inclusion, Mm -hmm. social, uh, gender, disability, um, LGBTIQ, Mm. and one other that I can't remember. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice to actually get to a point where we don't need to have those separate categories? We don't need to have the categories. We don't need to have the conversation that it's just everybody seeing equally and that we're not having to do training courses and, and awareness programs and all those kind of things to 
promote diversity and inclusion that it's just so ingrained in everyday life that we don't need all these extras that it's just there it would and and hopefully in our lifetime it happens but i think we've come a long way but like you said there's still Still a long long way way to go go. and i I guess it's a little bit like you know feminism if i can relate it to that Mm. i often think you know where women have been throughout history is that we kind of need the pendulum to swing all the way over to the extreme where maybe we need to be hyper aware of these things because that hyper awareness allows us to come back to the middle where Mm -hmm. it becomes oh well we're going to pick you because you have the skills and ability not because we need to tick a box or for tokenism like tokenism i think is the worst thing about diversity and inclusion what do you often call yourself the token crip yes the token crip yep i've been there done that on many occasions yes yeah yeah and who wants to be token anything it's like you want People to look and go, Adam Shepard, he's funny, he's intelligent, he's talented. Oh, don't give him a big head. Sorry, he's <laughs> a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. He's big enough as it is. <laughs> okay, so this next question is one from my fellow podcasting. Yeah, what did, I, what did I want to know? <laughs> it was the one about taking on the big wigs. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, I will. Oh. I'll ask that one. Mm. So um, I, I said about you being the giant slayer and, and that's yeah. obviously referring to your your s- lawsuit of um of uh, who was it that news you limited. news limited um so you didn't win the case but you I lost twice yeah so how do, but do you still have a sense of um happiness and um good thoughts about what happened because you actually stood up to a big organization that were doing the wrong thing or do you go away with um not f- a feeling like you didn't achieve something because you didn't win those cases? Well, at the time, I was devastated yeah. because I had two very accomplished lawyers and, and a QC who gave his time to me for nothing. This is way before, you know, you don't win, you don't pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they listened to what I had to say, all the proof that I'd gathered and said... And believed in it. And believed in it, Mm. enough to give their time for Mm. free. So walking away from when we appealed with, you know, retrospectively, we don't want to set a precedent. It's like, what? I was was crushed. I spent six months locked away in my house, just withering away. Mm. But fast forward. With hindsight? Oh, absolutely. I look back and I think I stood up for my principles. Yes. They offered me money and I said no. And what It was thousands of dollars at the time and, you know, my friends were going, you should take it, you should take it, you're never going to win. And it's like, but that's not why I'm doing yeah. this. I'm doing yeah. this because of the way that they're treating people. Yeah. So, and I think the ripple effect of that, there's been changes yep. within the organisation. I, you know, I can't lay claim to that, but I think speaking to people who worked there after, that there were some things that they changed, and that's awesome because they realised that they were. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I shined the light on yeah, it and good. said this is wrong. So yeah, awesome. it, it was one of the hardest, most proudest times I think of my life. I, yeah. I never ever thought that I would be going up against you know a billionaire. <laughs> Not yeah. that he was there, no, although I did fart on his seat once. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Yeah, yeah, I did. Someone was saying today there's a chapter in there where I had a bit of a run in with one of the senior sports journalists. I did something quite gross to his strawberry milkshake. <laughs> 
And she said to me, she said, oh, I just, I read that. And she said, first I laughed and then I was just totally grossed out. (laughs) And I went, yeah, I was totally grossed out when I did it. But I still sat and watched him drink his strawberry milkshake (laughs) and laugh. Good good job. So that was, is that, does it count as being a giant slayer, spitting in someone's milkshake? Does it mean to you? Yes. No, I I think that's great. No, No, look, at the end of the day, you achieved something in that you stood up to people that, you know, needed to be brought down a peg or two and but to understand what they were doing wrong was wrong and to also shine a light on on something that I'm sure has had a ripple effect far and reaching and, and has made a difference to people's lives now and that's what's important. I lost so a lot of friends. So I'm gonna do air quotes there because yeah. if they were my friends they, they wouldn't have yeah. yeah. but you know I, I walked I, I burnt a bridge. Yeah. You know, it mm. was heartbreaking because when I realised that there was no going back, it was like there's the end of my mainstream journalism job who's mm. going to hire someone who <laughs> sued yeah. you who know the biggest media organization <laughs> yeah. in the country <laughs> in the world uh, no, look where you are now yeah look exactly. where i am now exactly <laughs> and, we're, and we're going to talk about that that was actually my next question so um you are in business with uh young lauren clement who uh, you guys refer to each other as your partners in shine absolutely which i think is so so cool and, uh, and you guys do it. What's it like? Talk about, you know, the, the collaborative between the two of you. And, you know, um, one of the things I was, I was, do you guys sort of have a, a situation where one of you is really good at one thing and that's sort of your deal and then, you know, other stuff goes to Lauren or, or how does that work? It's taken us a little while to work through that yep. because we've both come from running our own businesses as solo, yep. you know, like. We might have brought people in to help every now and again, but it was just us doing everything. So coming together three years ago was like, oh, okay, how how does this work? What does it look like? So we've really just kind of fumbled along and and because we're such good friends and we have such a great relationship, we're able to go, not that we've ever had a fight, yet watch (laughs) it there's time watch it no (laughs) i don't think that we ever will because we're just so good at talking these things out that i think it was probably towards the middle of last year that i said to lauren oh my god i'm fucking shit at admin always have been always (laughs) will Uh, this is not my area of expertise so then we started to go well what are you good at and what am i good at let's stick there so that I can be because I said I'm miserable. I, I hate doing this admin yeah. stuff. It's doing my head yeah. in. But our collaboration started way before the audacious agency. Mm. I met Lauren like ten years ago yep. through a Facebook business group, mm-hmm. awesome. and then we just you know I was, went to her workshop and she invited me on a podcast and and then she messaged me one day and said, oh, "I'm thinking of entering this awards, but you know like awards are just wanky and blah." And I went. I reckon you should give it a crack. You just don't know what'll happen. Yeah. And she won a silver <laughs> medal and came back <laughs> and said, I think there's something to this <laughs> awards thing. And I, I went, Duh. <laughs> And so we started doing stuff together. And we're sitting in our room in New York a few, just before COVID. And we went, you know what? 
we should actually make this official and go into this together. Yeah. Awesome. Then, Ta-da! Let's start a business at the start of a pandemic. Yeah, we know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Good timing. Yeah. Good. Yeah, good yeah, time. Good timing. Someone good could time. have rung us and said, hey, well, look, we're thinking of doing a pandemic March 2020. <laughs> so you might want to hold wanna off. Yeah. <laughs> but we got through it. We survived just because awesome. we stuck together. We're yep. a team and yeah. we're constantly. And I think what's really good with Lauren is that because I'm constantly, you know, we should do this. We should do this. Yeah. Or what about if we do this? Lauren now knows to kind of like go, well, maybe we should just like focus on what we're doing here. And it's like Tasha's like, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you. I'm the one that's just constantly got the ideas. Yeah. Too, too many things going yeah. on up here. <laughs> Let, let's, let's just remember that there's only seven days in a week. And <laughs> there should be more. There and, should, I know. You know and if, so if, we're training, if you're training four hours a day. I know. <laughs> let's move to a planet where it's like one day's a year. Because then we've got heaps of time. I, know, I enjoy nice sleeping too much. Me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the non-sleeper. So you are. Hence the reason why I always want to do so much. <laughs> We're sitting at 10 o'clock working and I'm like, I'm going to bed. And she's like, no, it's only, it's fucking 10 o'clock. <laughs> Jesus. Although Lauren has got a lot better work ethic than I do. Like yep. she said to me this oh, morning, yeah. I'm off to do this and then I'm going to look at the website and I'm going to do this. What are you doing? And I went... I'm going to go speak shit with Adam and Tash. <laughs> <laughs> we've actually, we've got Lauren coming on. Um, I think we said we'd do it next month, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm. we're going to. Yes. Uh, they're coming down here? Or? They're coming down what here. a lovely. Oh, yeah, that she's sailing. Yes. 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 Excellent. Mm-hmm. She's going to sail right in That's here. That's something else I want to do. Sailing. Yeah, yeah, sailing. Have you been on it? Have you done that? No, no. Yeah. Well, again, I would have been the anchor because I just <laughs> would have plummeted <laughs> to the boat. But now I think, yeah, actually I might have a look at sailing. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go do sail- now sailability. They, now they can use me as the boy and I just <laughs> yeah, hold on to Bob. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and just call me Bob. Yeah. All right, last semi-serious question because they're not really. Anyway, what does downtime look for you? Look like for you. I'll Down t- oh, look, my favourite part of the day is turning off my computer. I'm so dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> Going upstairs, getting a drink of water and sitting on the couch. Dog hops between my legs yep. and it's like, <sighs> so I love staring at the television. Yep. <laughs> it's, you know, I grew up in you. You're going to get square right. eyes looking at the television. I love it. I could just sit there and yep. watch shit till the cows come home. Can I just tell you, I, I get that. I'm like, I'll you know, go and pick up Tash in the morning and I'll be like, hey, did you watch that? She's like, no, I didn't watch that because I was working. I'm like, oh, f- show off, show <laughs> off, show off. Pick your nose and blow off. Oh, brown nose. No, and reading, obviously. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've read six books in the last one to my seventh in the last awesome. two weeks. Yep. Awesome. So I just like... <laughs> Hoover books, going to the beach, hanging out with Earl, who's my husband. <laughs> hello, Earl. And my puppy, George. And occasionally um, saying hello to my children. Occasionally. Yeah, yeah occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I was going to guess they got a I feature a in lovely this somewhere. Roast, oh, my God, my roast pork last night. I should have taken oh. a photo of it. It was perfect crackling. I've, I've nailed the secret. I'm hungry now. And I thought they would come and sit and enjoy this delici- delicious feast their mother made. No. Nah. Oh, like, no. See you, Well, next time that happens, you, you call us. Yeah, call us. Well, we'll be I'm not, allowed, I'm not allowed roast pork in my house because my wife is allergic. So 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I could have bought roast pork sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. yeah. See, now you're talking. There's plenty left. Mm-hmm. I'm rubbing it in now. Right. Yeah, we're pushing time, aren't hey, we? Yeah, how long have we been on for? <laughs> We've been on for an hour and 38 Holy minutes. Holy crap. Crackers. All right. Okay. We're going to have to All get right. through this. The good news is we're on to the last lot of big questions. These, okay. are, these are, right, six quick fire questions. Okay, yes. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Why is my phone not on silent? Because you didn't put it on. <laughs> I thought I did. There you go. If I get the answer wrong, will you electrocute me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> All right, question one. If you could spend 24 hours, this <laughs> sounds really morbid. If you could spend the tw- spend 24 hours in the body of someone else, dead or alive, who would it be? I'm going to say David Bowie David because okay. I just think he I was, knew that was so coming. creative yeah. and he was he is a genius. Yep. yep. Awesome. Yeah, David Bowie. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, like look at the tattoo I've got on my hand, yeah. obviously. Oh, oh, it's so very cool. cool. I do so like cool. that. So, yeah. What's one food you would never under any circumstances eat? Banana because it'll kill me. Oh. That's oh. a good point. I'm allergic. allergic banana, banana, avocado, kiwi fruit, poor, poor goji berries, which I found out quite accidentally. Don't eat half a bag of goji berries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> End up in hospital. Oh, no. Um, pineapple, mango. Oh, so but all the fruits. Banana. Mango. That'd yeah. kill, that'd oh. kill you. But banana, kiwi fruit, avocado, and poor, poor will kill me. Wow. My EpiPen is in my, my bag. My sister's allergic to melon. Yeah, mm. I, and if like if you ate a banana and kissed me, mm. I would you'd be caught. So it's it's ambulance. a severe allergy. Severe then, allergy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well. Wow. Yeah. You and people w- laugh when you tell them. You go, oh, please don't put any avocado on my food, and they go, why? And my husband will go because it'll kill her. And they go, <laughs> it's <laughs> no, not funny. Oh, no, it's not funny, actually. I wasn't will. trying to be funny. It's actually will kill me. Uh, I, I get it. I, I, at one point, they actually thought I was allergic to potatoes, which is a really, <gasps> really fucking random. random thing to be allergic to. But you'd say, okay, you know, no potato or whatever, and people would look at you and go, like, yeah. really? Or they'll put it on my plate yeah. and I'll go, I actually asked for no avocado mm. and... They'll go, we'll just scrape it off. Yeah, and you're no. like, no, dickhead. No. If your allergies that severe, you can't do that. <laughs> What's at the top of your bucket list? Oh, skydiving with Adam. Yes. Awesome. It is on. Good answer. It is happening. It'll it be Adam and yeah. Tash, by Ac- the way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and yeah. Yeah, we'll I'm going to write a follow-up to how to eat a shit sandwich. Yes. It, cool. And I think I might call it, it ain't all shit. You don't I like it. it. That's cool. I like it. Awesome. Good job. Awesome. All right, skydiving. It's happening. Which celebrity could you see yourself being besties with? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'd really like it if Bruce Springsteen would reach out to me because I feel that w- we, we're connected through storytelling. Yep. Oh, you hate Bruce Springsteen, don't you? I wasn't going yeah. to bring I, it up, Oh, I thought I would. You're not coming <laughs> to the concert with me then, <laughs> no, obviously. That's okay. Um, but who else would I like to be besties with? Look, I've been watching a lot of Miley Cyrus videos on TikTok. Don't yeah. ask me why. <laughs> but I'm feeling that I would like to be besties with Miley. She yeah. had a New Year's Eve party with Dolly Parton and I'm like, where was my cool. invite? Yep. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Was Billy Ray there too? I didn't see him. Didn't see him. I was no. too busy looking at Miley's amazing outfits. Yeah. Cool. She's certainly She's out got there. a great voice. Yeah. Oh, yep. she's got yeah, an incredible she voice. Does. I actually I I like a lot of the stuff she says as well. Mm, like I do too. She's got a good head on her shoulders. I think that we would be good friends. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Marley, call me. Call me. Marley, call me. Yeah, because you're definitely watching now and yes. listening. So, yeah, I'm going to go tag her. <laughs> or if you know Miley, hook us up and we'll yeah, we'll yeah. pass on details. And yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we are the connectors here, you know. What's one thing you would do if fear wasn't a factor? Skydiving. Skydiving, <laughs> yeah. I, look, I don't really... I guess I get scared, mm-hmm. 
but I don't really have any fears anymore. Yeah. Because fear holds you back. Yeah. And, you know, it's that saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I might get nervous or, you know, a little uncertain, but it's like, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? Parachute doesn't open. That could be bad. It's so much more dangerous getting in the car every day. You've got to put things in perspective. I almost fell down the stairs today because I tripped on this stupidly (laughs) long dress. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have that problem. I'm glad you don't have that problem because it's slightly weird. I definitely don't. I don't trip over shoelaces or... Dress your dress def- might cover up your tummy. Yeah, yeah, that's tr- yeah. My son. Thanks, Fletch. Thanks, Fletch. <laughs> if you're watching, I'll get you back for that. <laughs> All right. Last question. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I think I was talking out of the microphone then. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I'm going to go back to whether people love you or hate you. It's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Because That's I cannot control other people's experience, beliefs, 100%. values. Yeah. And I have tried and I've ended up miserable. So mm-hmm. now it's like, if you don't like me, that's fine. If you do like me, that's fine too. Because apparently I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And that's okay. Yeah. I don't think you're all, you're our cup of tea, yeah, and like so you. everyone else can go take a flying jump because we don't give a shit about them. So yeah, they, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Annette Densham, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. It's been really good having you on the show. It's been it's been fun to have a guest co-host. It hasn't has it? been really cool. We're just. Things yeah, I'm broken the mold. Yes, Thank you, you for have. having me. That's I right. don't, I don't often get a chance to talk about myself because I'm talking about other people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah exactly. I'm feeling pretty special right now. Yeah, so cool. Good. We're glad to oblige. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So, I mean, we didn't actually say Happy New Year and Happy New Year. all that stuff to everybody. Happy New Year, guys. And yes. um, we've got some really incredible shows coming up over the over the new year. We've we'll got feature some me. pretty amazing yes. guests. Yes, we'll be um, be releasing this next Tuesday, literally next Tuesday, mm-hmm. with the yep. uh, YouTube uh, premiere on Tuesday night as well. So come along and join us, guys, and actually see the edited version where we're not fucking up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't fuck up. We were uh, just creative. <laughs> that's where the fun is. Yeah, it is. Um, and, yeah, we'll be in the studio again recording the... Um, next wednesday because we're we're a week behind aren't we yes um, and if you are going to watch the the when, when you watch the um youtube premiere um make sure you think of some questions and stuff because tash and i are both live in the chat absolutely um, and subscribe yeah uh, unless you know yes. subscribe if you like it if you don't like it just shut up and piss off <laughs> pretty much yeah don't be a negative <laughs> yeah. we don't yes. yeah. we'll ban you Hit from the social like media subscribe but what who would after this who wouldn't i know because we're awesome. People want to hear more of this. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Thanks All for right. watching, everyone. Thanks, guys. Catch you next Cheers. time. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs. As always, we'd like to thank our guest co-hosts for joining us and, of course, to the legends at Podfire for making all of this come to life. If you like what you've heard or even if we've offended the shit out of you but you still want to hear a bit more, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also check out our Insta page, twocrips.oneparoflegs, and you'll be the first to hear when a new episode drops. 